Pulp MX Network production. It's the NFAB Racer X Fantasy Moto Show on PulpMX.com. Presented by Scott Motorsports, Rocky Mountain MC, and Pro Taper. Welcome, everybody, to the NFAB Racer X Fantasy Supercross Podcast. Thanks for listening, people. Appreciate it. This is how you win your fantasy supercross. You listen to us. Or maybe you do the exact opposite of us. I don't know. Figure it out yourself. But we thank you people for listening. We concentrate on Moto Dynasty, which is a game you can play through Racer X and Motocross Fantasy. It's four, four, um, four person, uh, four rider league. Can't pick the same four guys two weeks in a row. Handicaps as well. And the Rocky Mountain ATV MC League uh, that's really easy to play. Top five in a wild card. So uh, we've all been playing for 11 weeks now. So hopefully you know the rules and the, and the reasons and everything else and how to play. Um, it's, been, uh, it's been a great ride. And we're hoping to have Justin uh, from Motocross Fantasy on this pod at some point. Uh, we'll, we'll let you know on that. But, uh, hey, do you ride a stock bike? No. And why drive a stock truck? NFAB offers innovative products to take your truck or Jeep to the next level. Innovative, high-quality styles like uh, let you customize your vehicle, like you customize your bike. Uh, the May- the Davy Millsaps Bike Baggett of the RM uh, Rocky Mountain ATV MC KTM team. Sponsored by NFAB, and of course the JGR. So you guys are NFAB. RV's got NFAB stuff on his truck as well. N-Fab.com. Also on board, uh, ProTaper.com. The bars and sprockets of uh, some of the top teams in the pits. Scott Goggles, a new prospect, is out, and it's killing it. It's the goggle of choice for JT. And the folks at RMFantasySX.com. Please play them. Uh, and our Rocky Mountain ATV MC, your premier source for power sports gear, parts, and accessories. All right, first up uh, from Fly Racing. He is a fantasy guru. His name is Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? Not too much. Just, uh, man, looking forward to watching a race on TV this weekend oh, instead of being there. no Detroit for you. No Detroit, no. Wow. No Motown. I'm out, I'm out, on, I'm out on the whole uh, Detroit thing. I'm, t- I'm telling uh, Papa Doc and everybody. Yeah, and uh, Cheddar Bob and all them. Yeah, yeah, all of them. Yeah. Um, yep. Wow, okay. Who knew? Uh also on the line, I'm, I'm rattled. That's why I can't even, can't even get started. I'm rattled. <laughs> also on the line from Athena and Get, he is a fantasy guru as well and has the motorcycle wins to prove it. Dan Truman, what's up, Dan? How are you? Oh, just reviewing the results, the great results of the weekend. <laughs> I thought I did pretty well, uh, but then, um, like, I, just in my mind, I thought I did well, and then I looked, and I'm like, oh, that was terrible. Um, so Detroit coming up this weekend. Any changes that we have? Cameron McAdoo is on a Geico bike, right? We'll talk about him. Um, anything else that I, I couldn't think of? Anything besides McAdoo? Cooper Webb. Ah, Cooper Webb. Yeah, there we go. The change in Dungey strategy. Is he changing it again, or is he now implementing? I don't, I don't know. This I, I'm waiting for the change still. Right, right. Yeah, Cooper Webb is back. You're right, Dan. I missed that one, and uh, that should be interesting because I don't know why I missed that one. Two days ago, we were literally talking about if he can get in between. Um, uh, Eli and Dunge. Um, all right, let's get into Moto Dynasty. Uh, available on RacerX Online. It's top 12. And then for the first time all year, I picked a heat race winner. The first time I went for it. Um, and I picked Marv. And it didn't look good. Millsaps and was it Baggett? And Millsaps and somebody was in that heat. And they let him for a long time. Uh, but Marv got it done. 15 points for me for Marv winning uh, that heat. And uh, I actually had a really good Moto Dynasty. I had 11 out of 12. I did pick Brock Tickle this week, but I put him in 12th. Just, you know, just not quite sure yet, Dan. Um, but uh, I had Kennard in 10th. 
I thought he had a good practice, looked good, so I had him in 10th, and I missed out on Barsha, who got 10th. But um, I correctly had the top three, Tomac, Moose, Marvin, and Dunge, and number two was the wild card, so that's 50 points. I had Anderson fourth, bad start for Anderson, uh, was off on that. I had Seeley fifth, correctly got that one at 30 points. Baggett sixth, Chad seventh, I got that one right at 30 points. I had Dean eighth, Millsaps ninth, Canard 10th, Brayton 11th, and Tickle uh, 12. Uh, so I did I had good. I, I nailed uh, four guy, or five guys correct and 11 out of 12 on 450s. Uh, JT, how'd you do? Uh, not too bad. Um, I had Tomek to win, but I, I couldn't decide between Marv and Dunge, so I split the middle. I put uh, Dungey second and Marv third in Moto Dynasty, and then for Rocky Mountain, I, put, I flipped them. So mm-hmm. I got one right, one wrong. Uh, so this one I got, uh, I had them backwards second third fourth i had jason anderson and he obviously pooped the bed um just a horrific night for him as far as the main event uh cole Seeley had right in fifth so that was good chad had sixth uh so i was close there um blake i had seventh and i'm not really sure i probably should have had him better but uh mm-hmm. just put him in seventh trey i had eighth and that makes me stupid uh because i should have not done that for various reasons. Well, but didn't, uh, didn't you think I had him 10th? Didn't you think he had a good practice? Yes, but I'm just going to go off of uh, the the last couple of years of him being okay. finishing well in the main events. Okay. And it's, yeah. I, I still can make the argument for why he should be in the top 12, but I can also make the argument for why he shouldn't uh, right. because he hasn't been in the top 12 very often. Brock Tickle, I had ninth, so that wasn't too far off. Millsaps, 10, so missed him by a few. Josh Grant, I had, he barely missed it. Um, I had him 11th. Um, he got 13th, I believe. And then Dino, I had 12th, so not too bad there. And actually, Dino uh, started riding better at the end of the main event, so almost got him, uh, I was close to getting him spot on. Uh, and then I got the Moto winner right for the heat race. So, did you pick uh, not Marv? Too or terrible. Or yeah, pick? that was Marv, yep. um, which is his last ditch effort there. Yep. Uh, Dan, how'd you do? I had the same 10 JT had. I missed out on Grant. I had Grant in 8th or ninth, and I missed out on Trey Kennard. I had him 12th. Um, so I didn't put in Barsha or Brayton. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, I was the same as you guys. I had Tomac to win, and like JT, I put Dungey Musquin 2-3 in this one, but in Rocky Mountain I had Marvin Dunge, so mm-hmm. I got that right. Um, I had Anderson 4th, like both of you, <clears throat> Baggett 5th, Seeley 6th, uh, tickle seventh, Chad Reed eighth. Uh, so I got 20 points for all those guys, which is I had a we're, pretty good weekend. We're all real close in our picks, <clears throat> like one off here and there. You yeah. Know? yeah. Um, Josh Grant ninth. I had Wilson tenth, so I got 20 for him there. Millsaps was my farthest guy off. I had him 11th. I just wasn't sure how how he was doing, mm-hmm. but uh, obviously he's getting better. And then, like I said, Trey 12th. And I had Moto winner right, but I had Eli. <clears throat> I can't believe you guys picked Marvin. That was only his second heat race win ever. Really. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I looked at the lineups. Yeah. He basically yeah. had to beat he had to beat uh, Millsaps and someone Dang. like it, it was by far the easier one. And yeah, we it was. Got it it was. I looked at it too. I've been picking them each weekend, and I look at the heat races, and I'm like, oh, usually Dunge and and Tomac are split, but uh, this week they were in the same heat. But uh, yeah, it's uh, I, we all I think we all did pretty good in this one, but I think that's our kind of our top 10 moving forward yeah would say the yeah. same 10 we have and then that 11 12 spot you can argue barsha brayton trey you know what i mean yeah it's kind of tough let's let's deal with this for going forward for detroit so tomac first 
Marv second, right? Are we back on Marv now? He's over the sickness. Um, does Webb beat Dunge? Can Webb beat Dunge? Do you put Webb ahead of Dunge? Not for me. No, yeah, not 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 this weekend. I got. No. Okay. I, I will. I mean, maybe yes, maybe, but uh, I would like to see him uh, come back. And I mean, that top five. I don't even think he beats Anderson this weekend. Okay. All right. Uh, I'll tell you what. The going forward in the Moto Dynasty, I you got to put Webb in your top twelve. We're all agreement in that. Um, yep. And Grant, I did not put Grant in my top twelve, and he did not get top twelve. I, I got a little bit lucky. He's basically been a top twelve guy all year long. Mm-hmm. But who do you drop out? Like, look at the top 12 from, from uh, uh, where Indianapolis. Like, insert Webb. I'll take Barsha out, okay? But he's been riding better. Brayton's, you know, solid. Who do you take out? Uh, I'll probably yeah. take Trey out. No, I meant from the finish, the race finish. The, oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, so when you look at how they finish this weekend, like, Webb goes yeah. in for sure. Um, right. Other than that, who do you take out? Brayton and Barsha would be Probably the two? Probably Brayton. Yeah? Yeah. He, I mean, he's from what I saw last weekend, Barsha was actually moving forward, which was he looked better mm-hmm. uh, to me. So I'm going to have to keep him in um, my top ten. But Brayton, could, I mean, he could obviously get go get six, which he's done this year, but I think he has had the most variance as far as um, if you're going to take one of these guys out, yeah. he would be the guy. Brayton told me after he didn't ride all week he was sick. So... He was happy with that finish, you know. Right. So I don't know. Yeah, for, yeah. for me, I, for me, I take out from the results of last weekend. I take out Brayton and put in Webb, but I still am a believer in Grant in the top twelve. Oh yeah, so yeah. So I think that um, I'll look at you know I'll, I'll look at practice times like we always say, and you know if somebody's really off, then then I okay. would probably pull them off. Maybe, maybe Barsha, but like JT said, I was actually impressed that Barsha is getting better each weekend which is just the opposite, it seems, of like Mookie, who's I would yeah. I thought would get better each weekend. Yeah. Um, but Justin is improving. You know, he didn't get a great start, and he I think he got all the way up to 10th. And, uh, and he even you know, made some cl- he made some clean passes, some good clean passes on guys. Yeah, and Daytona also, he came from way back and moved forward. Yep. So I think that he's, you know, getting in better shape. You know, he's he's training, you know, with the MTF guys now. I think that's his old program, and maybe it's working. So. Um. Okay, so Tomac, Marvin, right? One, two. All three of us agree? Yes. Dunge yep. third. We all agree. And then Baggett, Seeley, Anderson. And we said the same thing last week. Whatever order you want, put them there. I went Anderson, Seeley, Baggett. And they went Baggett, Seeley, Millsaps. But I, I will probably go Baggett, Anderson, Seeley going forward. So Anderson fourth, Baggett fifth. And I think Baggett's got Cole covered a bit on speed, so I'll put Cole in sixth. Then you go Reed Millsaps, seven eight. Then you want to go Tickle Wilson Webb, or does Webb get into that next mix? I think Webb will be in the four five six mix here soon. I don't know if it'll yeah. be the first weekend back, but yeah. he's going to be there. I'm talking this weekend, yeah. Yeah, so. he could be. I mean, he could he could be this weekend. I mean, he's obviously taking his time getting back. So, what do you think, Dan? Yeah, I think he's been riding. I know he posted that he's only ridden the last few days or something, but I believe that he's actually been riding <clears throat> maybe some outdoor stuff, but he's been riding. So I think that you can – I agree with you on the first six. I think he's in that next group this week with Chad, Tickle, Grant, Wilson, that next group. Okay, yeah. But then going forward, 
he'll move going on. For, yeah. Going forward, I agree. I think I think he'll be okay. fighting for podiums by the end of the season. Let me ask you this. Yeah, can he can he beat Dunge right now? I mean, I don't know what's going on with Dunge, but um, I don't think so. I mean, no, no, no I don't mean this weekend. I mean in a couple weeks. Yeah, he could, but Dunge is probably going to get third at St. Louis. And maybe Cooper wins, but Tomac will probably get tenth, and Dunge will have clinched the title in New York or something. I don't know. <laughs> Very positive, Dan Truman. <laughs> um, yeah, it's getting a little bit easier to figure out right now, though. These, this top twelve for Moto Dynasty. There's no doubt, huh, JT? Yeah, it's uh, it always happens in the season. You start to yeah. guys start to fall in line a little bit. Um, everyone starts to find their place. I think is what happens more than anything. All right, uh, 250 class from um, from Moto Dynasty from Indianapolis. I correctly had the top two, uh, and second was worth uh, 50 points. Uh, so I had Osborne Savachi, one, two. I went Craig third. Does anybody know why I did that? I had Craig second. So Did you? Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I don't feel that dumb then. Craig third. I had Jordan Smith fourth. I had Adam Cincerillo fifth, so I correctly got Adam. I had Amart uh, sixth. And that's your top six, I think, every week. I, Craig's not been doing well, but he was still sixth uh, in, in Indy, so that's probably your top six. I had Ferrandis and Reslin next. Kyle Cunningham after that. Cunningham's turned it around on the JGR bike. He's now a stamp at top 12 every week. Uh, Freddie Norn, zero. Wentland, zero. Oh, these guys are killing me right now. I, I like both of these guys. I think my heart, I'm picking with my heart more than knowing what's going on with both Wentland and Norn. And I had Mitchell Harrison in 11th. Uh, which is always scary, but he rode well to get eighth. And Reslin was in the top 12 and crashed late in the race, so I feel like I should have got that one anyways. But, uh, all right, Dan, how'd you do? I got three zeros with Reslin, Norin, and Lucrucio. I had Reslin, Norin, and Wentland, three zeros. So. Yeah, uh, I, ha- I did have them in 10, 11, 12, though, so it didn't hurt too bad. But uh, I had Savachi to win. I thought that uh, he looked good all day. Um I thought, for whatever reason, I was just kind of going just to be different. I thought maybe Osborne was going to be, you know, have a lot going on with what happened in practice and everything else. I had him in fourth for some reason. Wow. Which I don't, I don't know why. Yeah. Um, so I had, uh, I had Tabachi to win. Craig second. Jordan Smith third. Osborne fourth. Amart fifth and AC sixth. I wasn't sure how his knee was, um, but again, I think like you said, those are the top six in yep. some order moving forward. And then I have um, uh, Fernandez seventh, Cunningham eighth. It's Harrison not. It's ninth. not Fernandez, Dan. It's what is it? What is it? <laughs> Ferrandis. Uh, yeah. Do you I'll notice that, JT? Do you notice that he calls him? He yeah, he him, made him. He makes him Spanish. It's okay. Yeah. Awesome Fernandez every time. I love it. It's okay, Whatever. Dan. I, I, I screw things up too. Don't worry. But I think it's funny. <laughs> anyway, he got seventh, so I got it right. So I didn't get his name right, but I got it. <laughs> but it's got, right. that's that's all that really matters, right? Yeah, I had Cunningham eighth, which I think he probably would have been eighth. He had a crash. Yeah. Um, so and then Mitchell Harrison ninth, and then three zeros, like I said. Yeah. I did have uh, heat race winner wrong. Not sure who. I, uh, oh no! Wait, I picked Jordan Smith. But you did? It says, it says minus 15. Hmm. Yeah, because I text Johnson before the heat race. I text our group text and said, uh, I'm picking Jordan for his first heat race win. And Johnson's like, oh, he's never won one. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Who cares? Got yeah. it wrong. Um, JT? Uh, I had Wacko Zacco to win. So I'll take that. I had Joey second. So that was a big 50 points. I had Christian Craig, just like you, for third. Uh, that was a horrible, yeah. horrible choice on my part. Uh, I had Jordan fourth. 
Uh, I had Dylan Fernandez fifth. Um, so I was a couple off there. I had uh, Alex Martin six. Uh, I had Renslin seven, which um, he was on my motocross fantasy team too. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll get to that. Uh, Cunningham I had eighth. Norin nine, so that was a zero. Uh, Mitchell Harrison ten. Uh, Audette and Wetland uh, eleven and twelve, which are both zero. And and I'm I think I'm pretty much done with Audette and Wetland. I think I've had enough. Uh, uh, Wetland I've had enough with Audette. I went Audette in fantasy too. Motocross fantasy. Yeah, I think I think I'm done with both of them. Like moving, moving like forward yep. for the rest of time. I think I'm done with both. Yep. Sean Rife stage. How, how do yep. you get third? I, I don't remember what race he got third at. Detroit, St. Louis. One of those. But then he doesn't even make main events. Like the bike's not that much worse, right? No, he just got. I think he crashed in the heats and then bad start. start. Bad start. Yeah, and then start that, of the heat. That's it. That's all. You, that's it. And he you still a, wasn't. In, he wasn't in the main event. And then you get a bad gate pick for LCQ, and that's all she wrote. He ain't good enough to you know to overcome that. If you're on motocross fantasy, you can just drop him after he crashes in the heat race. Oh, <laughs> shots fired! Um, <laughs> all right, going forward. So that's our sixth. Uh, I'm going. I'll go Osborne, Savachi, Smith again. Martin. Maybe I'll go Adam over Alex, and then Craig. I'm almost done with Craig uh, in Moto Dynasty, but I will put him sixth going forward. I don't know what's going on. Him and DV have split up. Full panic button here. Um, so that's our sixth, though, right, JT? Do you agree with that? Yeah, I took Adam out of my off my team because I kept hearing that he was hurt and done, and I just I don't know. There's no prizes anyway, uh, so I was like, ah, whatever. I'm, I'm over it. I'm pulling. Yeah. But then he did pretty well. Right, Ferrandez is your next guy, although he can certainly get in the mix. We've seen that before. Uh, Harrison, and I know, I, and I know that I said Fernandez earlier. So all the people that tweet me and say you said Fernandez, I know that I did that on purpose. <laughs> okay. Uh, Harrison is a top 12 guy. Cunningham is now a top 12 guy, but near the back. Uh, Dakota Alex is probably a top 12 guy. JT, he got on a better bike, and his starts went kaput. Uh, No. In the main event? Yeah. yeah. I said the same thing. I said that he wouldn't get all shots, but I was kidding. He started third or fourth, right, in the main event? He did? Yeah, Yeah, he was right there. Oh, my bad. I need to watch closer. I I really – first time I saw him was like eighth, ninth. You know? Yeah, I mean, he got he got passed by those guys early, but then... But he did uh, he get the start. Yeah, he did get the start. Yeah, he did okay, get the yeah. start. And he had a big crash. He got third in the heat race, too, which was yep. his best heat race of the year, I think. He got some help with that, but that was good. Yeah. Um, so, Norin is... I mean, Norin I don't know. Out. What are you even talking about? The guy, he couldn't even get 17th this weekend. Well, he crashed. He was just... There was a, just a I, that's massive what does, though. pile of, massive that's pile of guys. So. That's what he does. Um... All right. Um, what else? So, are you are you staying away from Norin then, in top twelve? I'm staying away from Norin. I put a Rod in my top twelve. Yeah, he's been he's good. Been, he's been top ten every weekend but one. The one weekend he didn't make it, didn't qualify. Um, and I put Dakota Alex in my top twelve. So I have Mitchell Harrison ninth, and then I have Dakota Alex and a Rod, and then I put Lacrucio in twelfth. What was up with Lacrucio this weekend? Uh, I believe he had the same issue as Audette, didn't he? Did, mm-hmm. Yeah. Make the main yeah. event? No, he didn't make the main. No. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think he had, crashed in the heat race, um, and then in LCQ, just some, some issues as well. He crashed again. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. Let's get into Rocky Mountain. That's Moto Dynasty, and um, we've helped you a little bit. Moto. 
Rocky Mountain, AT oh, first let me do this read. Geico Honda, Rockstar Energy Husky, uh, JGR Suzuki, the Rockstar Energy Husky, Ice One Team in Europe. They use Pro Taper from the first innovation, which is the oversized one and one eighth bar that you remember uh, so fondly from Bradshaw running, uh, that was invented and patented by Pro Taper and uh, going on till then. Now it's Anderson and Barsha. Pro Taper can be trusted to provide revolutionary products that continue to set the industry benchmark for others to follow. And Rocky Mountain ATV. Look, you can't win the big prizes of, of the KTM bikes, but you can win weekly prizes, uh, video games, tires, boots, shoes, Motion Pro, 100% and more. You have a new chance to win every week, and here's the best part. It's free to play. You pick your top five and your wild card each and every week on there. Scott Sports, scott-sports.com. Follow him on Instagram and Twitter, Scott Motorsports. And the uh, Auto Trader, Toyota JGR Suzuki guys, the Monster Energy Pro Circuit guys, Rocky Mountain KTM guys, all wear Scott. Uh, as well as Caleb Russell and Chad Weenan, quad god Chad Weenan. JT, you like the new prospect goggle? I do. I'm a fan. NFAB, n-fab.com, uh, proudly uh, built in uh, Houston, Texas, USA, and, of course, a lot of top riders run it, and uh, they do well with NFAB. Uh, dr dress up your Jeep truck or SUV. If you've got an orange Jeep like Wygant, JT, you can get NFAB parts. It's no problem. All right. All NFAB products. I, am, I, I, oh, I do endorse NFAB, though. Their stuff is sweet. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. So if you got a truck or whatever, please check them out. All right. Rocky Mountain ATV MC. Um, I had. Why did I have that? I had Tomac, Dungey, Anderson, Marv. Why did I do that? And Sealy. I did get Sealy right. So that part's good. Um, and I the ninth place was the wild card. And I had Dean Wilson, but it was Anderson. I'd be surprised if so many people had Anderson in the wild card, for sure. Oh, so. pe people yeah. did, which is crazy to me. Really? Yes. Wow. It's insane. How did they, I mean, but he did qualify, I think, around 8th or ninth, right? So maybe they just went off qualifying times? Maybe. Yeah, yeah I don't know. This is crazy talk. So what you got? how'd you guys do? Go ahead, Dan. I had uh, I did really this was the best I've done all year. I had the top three right with Eli, Marv, and Dunge, and then I had Anderson fourth and Seeley fifth. So that was the best nice I've work. done all year. Yeah. yeah, I didn't get the wild card right. Obviously, I I had um, I had Josh Grant, so I didn't get that right. If but, you uh, picked Anderson for the wild card, please email me and tell me why. Please. I, we have to look at practice times. That's the only thing I can think of is people just literally go off practice times. That's bullshit. Right? <laughs> just complete bullshit that you would pick Anderson for ninth. ninth yeah, place, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Anderson, ninth place guy all day, all day long, <laughs> all day. So, anyways. I uh, actually moved up quite a bit. I'm in, um, I mean, you make up points and you can move up a lot. I was in, I think, 18,000th. And I'm in 2,678. Wow. Good job. So I the points are really close. I've moved up 4,000, but I feel like people have given up and I'm moving up because my picks aren't any good. You know, uh, I got 51 points this week, but I got 35, 30, 20, 28. You know what I mean? Like, so I feel like people are just giving up and that's why I'm moving up. But anyways, JT, how'd you do? Yeah. I uh, I had the first three right. This was the one where I picked that and and uh, nailed that. And then <clears throat> I couldn't decide what to do. I've had Jason Anderson fourth almost all year, and mm -hmm. it's it's worked out more times than not. Uh, I could not decide what to do with my fifth place. I had Baggett and Sealy, and I switched them about seven times, and I ended up leaving Baggett there just because I feel like he's been riding a little better. Yeah. 
and then uh, yeah, Seeley got fifth and Baggett still was better as I thought, but he was fourth and not fifth with Anderson's uh, weird race. So um, I only got 72 points with with my three, and then having the the uh, missing both of those, or yeah. having at least uh, Baggett fourth and fifth, you get five points for that. So yeah. Um, and then I had ninth place. I had Dino, uh, which was close. He was he was in a battle with uh, Anderson and Barsha. Somebody, Josh Grant. No, there was it. There was somebody in between those two. I want to say it was Barsha. That um, they were all battling, and uh, I was hoping he would get up there, but it never panned out. So yeah, right. I'm in uh, 1900th place. Oh, you're huh. a thousand places ahead of me. Some uh, whiskey girl got all six of them right. Yeah, yeah, she's uh, she's drunk on whiskey. She, <laughs> she had Baggett fourth, you know, Sealy fifth, she can, ninth. <laughs> no she can do deal. obscene things to herself. That's what she can do for that. Uh, like, come on, how do you do that? How, you don't. How do you you do don't. That? You 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 don't. You you don't. You you do not do that. It's not right. <laughs> pure luck. That's just pure luck. Whiskey and girl. Stupidity. Oh. Um. All right. So the wild card is eleventh. I wish they'd make the wild card a little bit more unpredictable. It has been unpredictable. I wish they'd go a little further back, but that's okay. Whatever. Eleventh is the um, is the spot, and that is um, uh, ten points, right? Correct for eleventh. Yep. So Dino has gotten eleventh three times, um, and it's not a bad guy. But uh, two of those two of those three times are when he was uh, with Andy Wilson as his wrench. <laughs> so perhaps you know. Um, 11th is more of an indicator of his earlier results. Well, he was 11th this weekend. Yep, 11th this weekend. Uh, the, his only other 11th. Barsha has been 11th once, and then he's been 10th, and he's been 12th. So he's danced around that area of 11th. Um, what else? Uh, yeah, I think I think any of those guys, Josh Grant, Barsha, yep. um, Brayton, Wilson, Alessi, um who am I missing? Uh, Weimer. Hi, Weimer. No, Weimer's not. Uh, yeah, he's been out. He was early, though. Earlier in the no, year, he was yeah, I know. running around that 11th. But it hasn't been It hasn't been happening lately. I'll agree there. Paul is going to fight uh, you. Mookie's, Mookie's gotten 11th in the last few weeks. Mookie will not get 11th. Well, he did like three weeks ago, two weeks ago. So that's all I'm going off of. I think 11 guys finished. I like Barsha, <laughs> Grant, Dino, Brayton. Those are all great picks. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Yeah. I can't argue. It. Yeah, I was just throwing some other options out there. Right? Because who yeah. who thought Anderson was going to get ninth? Mookie, Mookie is whiskey not. girl did whiskey girl. <laughs> <laughs> Mookie is not a eleventh uh, place guy. Neither is um, Trey. Uh, Weimer right Trey now. Trey could be a Trey's my eleventh right now, but I don't know. Oh, I mean, Trey. He's got speed. I don't even know if he's got speed anymore. Like he qualified fourth. So I mean, that's 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 he qualified speed. fourth. Are we yeah. sure? He was fast in I, practice. Yeah, he well, was. I know I moved him up on that. Remember, that's what I told you guys, but I didn't think he was fourth. Yeah, um, he was. But, yeah, no, he's, he, you know, he's got to put it together. But, uh, you know, Grant, uh, JT, you didn't think that he would be a 11-place um, guy to either be further back or further up, but it's kind of shown that he's he's not quite hanging it out like he used to, you know? Yeah, um, he's kind of Ricky Bobby, but having said that, he still crashed his way into the LCQ. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Um, and he crashed. He crashed on the star, and then he got back up to I think what 14th. So, yeah. you know, figure if he gets a, a you know decent start, yeah, 10th or 11th. Um, He's kind of Ricky Bobby a little bit. He hasn't been so much this year, but he has in his career. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It has been Ricky Bobby in his career. I uh, yeah. I will. Uh, I'll, I'll give you that. Um, all right. Let's move on to uh, motocross fantasy uh, here on the NFAB Racer X Fantasy Moto Show. 
So moving on to Motocross Fantasy, uh, special treat for you people. We managed to pull it off. Now, Motocross Fantasy, it is the game, JT, that you would agree with me takes the most skill to win. If you win Motocross Fantasy, which is a four-person handicap league, can't pick the same guy two weeks in a row, uh, you're really doing something. Wouldn't you agree, JT? It's a nice format. Yeah, this is uh, this is my personal favorite. I think it, it has the most skill involved, and it's been around the longest too so uh if you're i talk to kind of everybody i talk to people in dealerships i talk to customers and and you get a little bit of everything some people just they want simplicity so they just want to pick their top five yeah and rocky mountain's great for that done. Yep. yep but i think we're all four of us on this call right now are a bit more nerdy than that so we get we like the this uh the motocross fantasy format a bit more and uh, with that, let's welcome in the owner, founder of MotocrossFantasy.com. He is the, he's the guy we've been yelling about when we say Justin each and every week about some of his handicaps. Justin Paris, what's up, man? Thanks, uh, thanks for joining the show. Hey, no problem. Uh, glad to be on. Thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, it's, it's been a successful uh, game for you over the years. How, many, how long have you been doing it for, Justin? Uh, we, I believe we rolled it out in 2011, so we're six years in now. Okay. Motocross and uh, Supercross. All right. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been good. It's uh, like like JT said, it's really challenging. Although Dan, you've won a bunch on it, so you right. know. Yeah. The, the game uh, itself I'll... has been on has been around longer than that. And Metacross Dream was the original founder of it. I just kind of oh, played right. off of them. Yeah. So. Yeah. Dan won a lot through Metacross Dream as well, I believe. That's true. You're right. Um, all right. So Justin, you you've heard the show. You listen to us scream and yell about your picks, like. We were very angry last week about um, who were we angry about? Um, uh, last week we were. I forget. Last, last week we were angry about. It uh, made no sense. Cunningham didn't make a lot of sense. There, um, there was a few of them. Um, Jer- Jerry Robin, you. Jerry Robin, that was it. Too. Jerry Robin. <laughs> um, but hey, so Justin, let's, let's give you a chance to uh, to tell us all though, and maybe maybe educate some of us. How do you make these picks and the handicaps each and every week? I mean, we have single points, double points, and then um, how do you decide who's who's what their handicap is and, and whether they're single or double? Well, I try to follow a process every week and try to keep it consistent. I know it may not look like that to most of you, but. Uh, what I mainly do is I average the last two races that, that the riders raced. So if they raise two races in a row, then that goes for their average. And then I use that and I try to basically determine then if it's going to be that handicap or if it's going to be maybe a notch or two above it, according to if the guy's injured or, or if he's on a new bike or something like that, I try to, to play into it with that. Um, but if there's a guy that has not raced yet, which is, I guess, a lot of the issues that that, that mm-hmm. you and Dan and, and JTC, then I have to go off of what little information I have. So if it's a brand-new race, first race out, I'm kind of guessing by his amateur career or something mm-hmm. like that. Yep. But if they did race one race, then for their second race, I try to go off of some of their practice times and, and qualifying times. Okay. So, but, that, but that is really the only time that I use the – so-called non-main event finishes. Dan? Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. I think, I think you put more thought into it this weekend after we got all angry because the handicaps are pretty good this weekend. <laughs> but what I see is, like Jerry Robin, for instance, there was no consideration that at Daytona he rode a totally smooth track in an unseated practice. You know, it's like riding Southwick in the first practice. It's uh, just smooth. and Right. You know, Obviously, if he's a 14, probably, and I get that everybody would have probably picked him out of 14, and but 
from his results now you made him an 11 which i think is what he should be 11 12 every weekend because yes he makes the main event but just from watching the race he can only do like seven laps and he's done but dan justin isn't at the race he's not at the races so i I have no inside information i have no way to figure this out except for looking at lap times going by what i hear reading on the internet or reading through twitter or stuff like that so Mm -hmm. my information pretty limited and I try to use the best knowledge I can, and but, a lot of times it may be off. What I don't get, Justin, and this is something that even my – now, Dan and JT are better at this game than me. I'll, I'll say that right away. But um, what I don't get sometimes, uh, Justin, is you'll have a guy who's uh, six handicap. He goes and uh, does worse the next week, and his handicap changes for the better. I don't know if that – is that does that go off what people picked and how, how many people uh, do? I mean, Dan, we've seen that, right? I mean, that's something yeah, we're, I mean, we're like, what, why is this guy a better handicap? He actually did crappy, you know? Because, because it goes off, off the two-race average. So if you look at that, if you go back three races, the guy may have gotten a 20th place or something. He may have done really bad. So if he goes and does better, his average is still higher than it was – from the previous two races. You know what I mean? I get what you're saying, but that can't be true with Cunningham for this weekend. He raced, you know, he got a seventh and a, what, a seventh and a 13th? Or he didn't even, make, he didn't even race at Blue Buffalo. He didn't even make the main event. And he was a three at Daytona, and then he gets seventh and then stays a three. So, like. I went back for Cunningham. For instance, for Cunningham, I'm looking at my spreadsheet right now. For Cunningham, I am is not racing the, the third race, but the second race of the season, he got 12. So that I averaged a seven and twelve to get his handicap for last week, and then this week he got seven and ten because he got tenth last week. Mm-hmm. So then, therefore, his his handicap should be better because yes, he didn't he did worse in his seventh place finish, but his two race average was lower than it was before last weekend. Do you but, go, so? How, okay, go but ahead. How do you do? How do you do our debt though? Since you're saying, like Cunningham, you, you skipped the third race, which is fine. So since Audette didn't make the main event, do you average a, a last place? Or how do you average, like, Audette from last weekend? Well, something like that with Audette. Um, we all know he probably should have made the race and didn't because of certain circumstances. But I factored that in a little bit. I don't know. His average, he, was, he had a 16 two weeks ago. Need eleven, and then last week he didn't make the main event, so that's why his handicap two weeks ago was pretty high because of the sixteen and eleven. So this week I have to go by the eleven, and then did I not think qualify. I kept him around the same handicap. He did not qualify, yeah. but I kept him around the same handicap, assuming he would be around the sixteenth because his his finishes for the year are sixteen, fourteen, sixteen, eleven. So he's still around a fourteen, sixteen place finisher. Even though yes, he did not he did miss the main event last week, but I also tried to if there's a something out there if the guy's bike breaks or something like that, then I have to try and factor that in because I don't want everybody picking all that if they can. Yeah, like I, as you I, know, I, as, you, as you stay on the show a lot, that's that's just bad for the game. If if now you're down to seven riders instead of eight. But the the problem with uh, like we get a lot of emails. The problem that people are complaining about now is this was the lowest scoring week I think for the most part, for, for everybody. Uh, I mean, there was a few guys who scored high, and we'll get to that. But uh, it was a low-scoring week, so now it's kind of turning into, um, even if you 
your guy, you know, like it's hard to pick. There's only four or five guys to pick that you can get, you know, over 200 points with. So it's, uh, you know, we have the one weeks where you score 300 points, and then we have weeks like this where most people scored, I think, you know, one, 170, 180. You know, so like, how do you, how do you make right. it better? I don't think I don't think there's an answer, but how do you make it better with guys like Robin maybe having a bigger handicap, so there's more choices? Because I can, we haven't got to our picks yet, but I bet you, me, JT, and Steve have the seven of the eight picks, the same picks this weekend. You know, well, maybe not me because I seem to suck at this game because I got literally 80 points and 70 points, but but, but somebody good, yeah. <laughs> but we but we all did. That's what I'm saying, Steve. Yeah. Everybody, yeah, did. that's true. You know, I, I passed on Kennard. He qualified fourth, and everybody picked him. So I was like, "Screw it, I'm not picking him." And it and it worked out. Now I can pick Kennard this week. So I'm hoping to make up some points. But uh, like, how? What is your thoughts on to try and make more picks? You know, available. Well, I mean, it's, it's going to go. It's going to go two ways because if I go and, and make a lot of guys good picks. Like and a um, like sorry sorry to interrupt you Justin but I guess Dan what you yeah. mean just to clarify for the people who are listening like you make a Scott Champion or a a Tyler Entignap a twenty yeah not so much a twenty to okay. where they get max points okay. but like like a fifteen or sixteen I think that if you pick Eric Grondel last week to make his first main event in three years I think you should benefit. Yeah, very good. Like just for make for gambling to make the main event, I think you should you should do really well. Like yeah. he should be like a sixteen because that'll open up people to gamble more and and pick the guys trying to make up points. Maybe it'll fail, but it would at least it would open up people to pick them. You know what I mean? Like uh, that that's just my opinion on if if you're going to gamble with a guy that has never made a main event in three years. You know, if you're going to pick AJ Catanzaro to make a four fifty main event. You know, riding is 250. I think he should pay off really well. You know, but I don't know right. that's the answer. And that's, I mean, that's that's kind of what I try to do with the 14s that are out there. I guess I could go higher than 14 for guys like Rondell, like you said. Um, that's something I can I can look into. But as far as making other guys, if I make them all like good handicaps, then everybody's still going to pick the same guys because they're the they're either going to be the, the top guys picked because everybody's going to pick a canard at a five or, or whatnot. And then nobody's going to be able to make up points that way either. Yeah, there'll be higher. Everybody would get higher points that week, but then everybody gets high points. So I'm trying to make it so guys get a lot of different points. That makes But nobody's sense. picking gray guys. Like the gray guys are almost useless, right? I mean, if you look at the top 15 and overall The points, double points guys for people who want yeah. to, yeah. Yeah, or the single point guys. Nobody's. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. They're gray on my screen. The double point guys. The single. Yeah, yeah. you're talking the single points, which are black single on my screen. Guys. Right. Maybe somebody picks a a fourth guy like a Tomac or a Dungey, you know. But nobody's picking Chad Reed out of five. It, like he gets like you know less than one percent pick. You know what I mean? So how to? I'm not saying there's an answer. I'm trying to make the game better for everybody. How do you make it better to where? Like those guys are usable, you know what I mean? Like that—that's where I'm trying to keep the handicaps lower for everybody else. So if, if the handicaps are high for for the guys that are already a double pick, then everybody's going to pick them. If the handicaps are lower for them, it may not be as as nice of a pick, and that's <clears throat> part of the problem with or part of the the trouble with looking at the the race, looking at the rider handicaps during the week like this on a Wednesday afternoon. Mm-hmm. It's difficult. It's not easy to do it on a Saturday afternoon after you see the practices. And then everybody's looking at the same guys and or different guys. Yeah. And, but Wednesday afternoon, we don't know what, what the guys going to how they're going to ride that weekend and how they're going to finish. Um, so it makes it harder in order to I think in order to get people to to pick the lower 
like the the single point guys, I feel I need to have lower handicaps on the double point guys. But then that just lower, lowers the points for everybody in the league. Yeah, I see what That's, you're saying. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, I see what you're saying. But maybe maybe we uh, could make it so that the there is no cap on how many points you can score. It literally is just however the guy does, you know. So that would encourage people to pick the way double point guys and then the single point guys, you know, uh, might get picked more as well. Um, JT, what do you think? Um, I think just having some consistency. I mean, I don't think there's a 100% perfect way. I just think transparency, which Justin's obviously trying to provide right now, and then uh, consistency so people can plan moving forward. That's the toughest part is, you know, this is a week-on-week-off type system. So sometimes if you know a rider is going to do really well, say for Daytona, which is such an outlier, you wouldn't want to pick that rider the weekend before at Toronto if you were hoping they were going to do really well at Daytona. But if it's inconsistent and then you show up at Daytona and its handicap is far off from where you thought it would be or where you could plan for it to be, then your whole system is is shot. So um, I'm all for anything that is uh, just consistent and that we can plan for. Justin, you don't do you don't base uh, any of your handicaps off heat races, or do you? I do if it's their second race in a Supercross. You should so never do that. Never, race. never, 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 never do that. Because, <laughs> you know, you're racing against half the guys. Um, it's a short race. And that's my opinion. Anyways, uh, I, I just I, – that one boggles me a little bit. Right, Dan, do you agree? Yeah, I just – we don't get points for heat races or qualifying. I know you have to get, you know, some data, you say, and, and I get that. But there's just – some people become unpickable – like Malcolm Stewart at the beginning of the year, we all passed on him, I think, the first five rounds, which none of us knew how he would do, but he made it out of the heat races, so his handicaps, I think, maybe you average his heat races, you said back then. So his handicap was a three and a four. It was so low because he was making it out of the heat races, but you know, in the main events, he couldn't get, he still can't get top 16. You well, know, so. I mean, I get it, Justin. Right. You know, I, I, know, I see what you're saying. Yeah, you need some sort of base of knowledge, but man, to me, in my opinion, I wouldn't do that. JT, would you? The heat racing, no. I, I just think it's too much of an outlier. It's not a. It's not indicative for a 16-minute race at all. Um, and I think it, it skews results, especially with a guy like Mookie. Right. So, anyways, Justin. Yeah. Hey, it's your game. And, well, I got. Well, I mean, yeah. And I, and I do. And I, I don't. Like I said, I only do it for that second race. So it's really only one race that affects with the with the practice time, right. and qualifying time, and stuff like that. But um, Dan, go on. The uh, one thing that Moto Extreme used to do, which is they had a drop round similar to like you do, but they did the drop prior to week ten. So like rounds one through ten, you got to do a drop, and then the last the last seven rounds counted no matter what. Um, I like that for the fact that the points are getting lower if you look at the results. So the first seven eight rounds, we were all scoring you know really high points two seventy two eighty two ninety three hundred. And now the, the handicap system obviously gets, you know, more accurate as you get more data. We score less points. So it really turns into like a 15-race a series, you know, at the end of this. It's, it's almost impossible to make up huge, huge gains because you could pick almost, if you look at the points, I think 10 guys scored 24 to 26 points last week. You know what I mean? In 450, um, all the way from tickle to freeze. So something to think about. I don't know how you want to do it, but. Now, like, 
going with two rounds to go, basically, if you're locked in your spot, you're kind of locked in your spot. It doesn't really make any excitement for the last few races, in my opinion, because you can pick anybody and be safe. Yes. Um, to battle that a little bit, just as a, another avenue to look at it, if you go and do, do something, you can take more risk. Say if you need to make up points, you can take risk. You can take guys that like a Jeff Alessi or somebody to try and make up points, and then if they don't work out, it's your drop round. I mean, you have at least one round to do that. Yeah, but nobody, nobody this year – I, nobody this year would pick Jeff Alessi, even if he was racing. Oh, out of four, okay. AJ Kenzera, then, not Jeff <laughs> No, no. <laughs> yeah. I just mean, though. But even AJ, though, honestly, at a, at a 12 or even a 14, and he makes the main event, there's no chance he does better than 18th in a 450 main event. There's no chance. And how, that gives him 24 points. You know what I mean? It's like, so, like, that's not right. worth taking the risk is what we're saying. Why would you pick him when you could just pick Ryan Dungey? You know what I mean? And or, or Cole Seeley. That that's what I think having a bigger handicap for guys like that would be huge. And even if you more if you had more guys to pick, I get what you're saying. If okay, so you make Vince Freeze a ten, you know Jake Weimer an eight, all this stuff. And yes, everybody scores points, but there's more variety of picks. So maybe one person doesn't have forty percent of the picks, but eight people have twenty percent of the picks. You know what I mean? As long as those 40% of the picks aren't all the same points. Like you said, with the, it was an issue with the 450 class last week, but as you're right, 20, whether you pick the, the top 10 guys, 11 guys, they all got within two points of each other. So nobody was able to make up points. In yeah, part every, because everybody, everybody in the main of, finished where their handicap was. <laughs> yeah, there was yeah, four, yeah. Four, four, four bad picks in the, in the 450 main event last week. Brayton, Kennard, Grant, and Stewart. They were the only four bad picks. Right. You know, everybody else paid off. Nick Schmidt, Chisholm, all of them. You know, that's what I mean. So it's like, but none of them, they just, their handicap is basically just getting them 22 points. I mean, we, I think we just have two different theories on what would make it better. I think more points would make it better than just trying to get 25 points. If, they, if you're trying to make everyone get 25 points, then I get that. But early in the season, guys were scoring 50 and, and 40 and 30. So it's kind of like what JT said, the consistency of it. Right. Well, I mean, yeah. there's no answer. The my, there's no answer. The, my main goal with this whole league is to have guys pick different riders. So my best way of doing that is setting handicaps. Um, and also, when the riders finish, haven't finished in a lot of different point situations. So you can make up points. You can lose points. Sometimes I'm way off on that. Sometimes I'm not, but. Yeah, it is hard. I'm, I'm, I'm actually yeah. guessing on a Monday night from the race that just happened because I got to put the put the picks in for people to be able to start choosing riders all throughout the week. Yeah, I'll give you that, Justin. It's not easy to do it on a Wednesday, and we talk about that on our show. Like on a Wednesday, there's things that happen later on that you have no idea. So, um, you know, it's not easy. I'll, I'll I'll absolutely give you that. So, um, right. All right. Um, Dan, and one last thing. Dan Dan's really upset about something that happened in the game. <laughs> Last last week, I'm not aware. I'm just aware of this via text. Dan, go ahead and 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 and, and confront Justin on, on on our information. Obviously, Justin, you know that we have a, a friends league. We have we have 105 people in it. Each of them paid you know 100 dollars. So there's there's a lot of money in at stake. And I got yes. a, I got a couple texts on Saturday night, and I usually just blow them off. You know, it's 
we have a lot of people that take it so serious. I mean, they write everyone's team down. Obviously, you spoke to Tony. Uh, he was the first one who brought it up. Uh, we confronted our friend Ryan Holiday, because um, he had a very suspicious team. And he, we all screenshot our teams and send them at the, you know, at the lockout time. Well, some okay. of the screenshot times were after the lockout, which was very suspicious because you can't see your team after the lockout. But from our understanding, the site reopened for a short period of time, and people were able to make some changes. How can yeah. – is this, first of, is this first, fake news? Is this fake news, Justin? Is it a fake site? What's going on? No, no, this is, uh, this is accurate. I actually reopened the, the lockout from 7 o'clock to about 7.03 or 7.04 because I had to make a change. And so people were able to go within that – four minutes there to change your routers if they need to or make a change. But that was before the gate drop, even before, before the, the 251st heat. So I'm, I'm assuming your, your timestamps are within, that, within those three or four minutes, Dan. Am I accurate? We have a timestamp of 621 Texas time, which is 721 East Coast time. So No, they definitely – well, they definitely couldn't change anything after – 6.04 Texas time. They could have the only left thing, their screen the up thing, and did a time yeah, that, of it. Yeah, that, that's what we don't know. So if the screen is still up, then maybe he went back on his phone and he screenshot it. He says he didn't change his team. He has no reason to lie. I believe him. But we are for sure that the guy winning the overall changed his team, 100%, because we wrote down his team at 7 o'clock like we always do. We write down the top 15, 16 teams, and we, we do their points. We're in a group text. It's, it's stupid, but we do right. it. And it's just very strange right. that he dropped Odette and picked up John Short for a 100-point swing, and Odette crashed out of the first heat. <laughs> it, I smell fishiness, Justin. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, not sure, I'm not sure which changes he made, to be honest with you, um, but Tony did bring that to my attention, that his, his changes did happen, and, and I agree they did happen, but it was within those three or four minutes before the race started. It wasn't after Odette crashed or anything like that, like, and I have no reason to not, not, believe right. you, not believe you on that. That's fine. It's just a very crazy coincidence that Odette crashes in the first turn. John Short's running fourth. <laughs> that guy pulls him off and puts Short in. It's not right. – I mean, we've, we've all picked Short in the last few weeks. How can we fix this? Because I know last year at Lakewood, you could pick your 250 team all the way until the checkered flag. You know, the lockout time was a mistake. How do we fix right. this? You know, can you move the lockout an hour before the show or, like – I don't know why you had to reopen it. Tony said something about sending someone their team or something, but like this is when we have like I mean there's ten thousand dollars in our friends division, you have a bike and everything else, like it's kinda right. like it's not it's not okay to be able to do that, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I get it, it's locked out, okay. But uh could we make the lockout thirty minutes before it or, or something just so I mean, how can you do it to where there's no issue? I just need to not reopen it. <laughs> I mean, I, th I think it's okay with the lockout being where it is. It's just it was it was a thing where I was away from home and I had to had to do something for somebody, so I had to open it up on my phone and, and reclose it again because I wasn't home. I should have just told the guy no. You should yeah, tell that guy beat it. No, <laughs> beat it, bro. I've gone back but to I look mean, at my team and been like, ah, oh, shit, I can't. But you, you can know? click right. on your team. You can click on your team name and it shows you your team though. A lot of guys don't know that. I get emails all the time of people asking me, how do I look at my riders after the lockout? 
Okay. I blame well, Ryan for Holiday. Anybody listening, yeah. For anybody listening, click on your team <laughs> name and it shows yeah. you your riders. <laughs> I mean, click on it. Yes. Um, I, no, nobody in our league, nobody in our league cheated that I know of. I mean, I, I, we write down everyone's teams, and and Ryan picked Short and and Miller, and he says he had them. I, I have no reason to not believe him. He, we picked Short a few weeks ago, and he did well also. So, um, if you're but, if you're talking about Ryan Holiday, I would believe that he probably cheated because I used to race with him all the time back in District Five, Pennsylvania. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I, <laughs> no, I see, maybe he cheated. Him, maybe, maybe he just <laughs> but no, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, it really it just guy. changes. But you know, it changes the game a lot. You know, when it's you know, I know in Colorado people could change their team. I was frustrated because I was at the race, and my buddy's like, "Hey, man, I just put in Peters. He got fifty points." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> He's yeah. like, "Yeah, he got 12 <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, sweet." In, in that case, I did have the lockout wrong, and that was my fault again. I didn't reopen at that time. I just had it wrong from the start, and I think they started a half hour early. They didn't start at one o'clock. They started at twelve thirty or something that I wasn't oh, used yeah. to. <laughs> it was funny. Right. There was a, a lot of people who scored, scored 200 points in Moto1. <laughs> well, Justin, uh, thank you for coming on and facing the firing squad known as Dan Truman. Uh, appreciate it. <laughs> I would not do the heat races ever, and I would make higher handicaps, but you know what? It's a very successful game. It's a very successful site for you, so maybe what do I know? I, I'm just bitter, I guess. Um, but thank you for coming on and joining us, man. I really appreciate it. People have a bit better idea, for sure, about how you come to your handicaps, and uh, no more reopening the game ever at all. Tell those people to beat it. Um, but thank you for coming on, man. I, I, I do appreciate that. Thanks. All right. Sounds good. Thank you for having me. All right. See you, man. Yeah. Okay, uh, so thanks, Justin. Uh, Dan, nice job interrogating him. I, I do think you have a future in the police department of some sort. So. <laughs> no, we, we love the site, but, I mean, obviously we're we're dorks about the sport, like yeah. JT said. And we take it serious. I mean, there is money on the line. Yeah, and, there's and money, bikes, for sure. And, you know, and I, I think reopening the site was a bad idea. Obviously, he didn't mean any, any bad intentions of it, and it just maybe looked shady. But uh, he claims that the, t- the thing was locked before the heat race, so we have no reason not to believe him. Uh, thanks to NFAB, Scott Sports, Rocky Mountain ATV MC, and, of course, ProTaber for coming on board, and RacerX guys for posting it on their site. All right, so Indianapolis 450s. I did have the number one pick of the day, Brock Tickle. Nice job by me. I had Dean Wilson, 24. Bogle, 24. So I'm only off two points. Like you said, Dan, it's all real close. Unfortunately... The Trey Kennard got me, and Kennard uh, scored 10 points, so uh, very unfortunate for me. Uh, JT, who'd you have? Uh, I had Bogle, who could have been good, but whatever. He got, he got double points. It just yeah, he was awesome. sick. He was sick all week. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. He faded. Kennard um, didn't work out, and uh, that's a theme for me with fantasy with him. <laughs> uh, I had Vince Freezy who he got double points, but it was kind of just that way for me. Like nothing really worked out well, again at all. Again, the number one guy had 26 and the number like 12 guy had 22. Like there was no spread. Yeah. Yeah. And I had Dino, which was kind of the same. Like everybody, I got double points. They got in by like one spot. So they got all the, like the 22s and 24s. Right. It just wasn't a great weekend for me. And, uh, and 450, 250 was even worse. So we'll get there too. <laughs> Dan, how'd you do? Terrible. Terrible. I, I had, Malcolm Stewart to get 16th or better. Just got to get 16th. We got to beat six guys out there. Nah. Nope. Uh, I picked Nick Schmidt. He got me double points. You know, like JT said, 22, nothing nothing crazy. Vince Freeze, 24. Justin Bogle, 24. It was a terrible week, but 
no i mean three of my guys were within yeah. you know four points of the best score so i i don't know i mean even if you you pick four guys four great guys here you only get 100 points which isn't a good very good you know yeah it goes back to kind of what we were yeah, saying yeah. yeah it's not a great week so uh my only bad pick i guess was malcolm you know he didn't pay off so uh malcolm is just uh, he's a stay away he's getting worse somehow jt each week i don't you think he'd be getting like fitter and and more race ready and everything else but it's going back yeah it's not not uh not working out i don't know i don't know what to tell you i don't know what his training program is like uh i mean his his speed is good he qual he passed up past canard got into you know qualified out of the heat but uh the fitness is not coming so I don't know enough. Dan may know more on what he's actually been doing during the week, but it's not improving on the, at the rate I thought it would. He did ride uh, with um, he did ride with the seven deuce deuce this week. He caught well, a pretty he, sweet seven half. deuce deuce has his own fitness issues in the main event. So <laughs> I seen he caught some fish the other day, which means he wasn't at the. Top today, so. <laughs> he didn't catch any any results. Um, all right, so two fifty class. I didn't have a good one either. Henry Miller and John Short were by far the best picks. Grundall was next. I had a rod at thirty. I had Alex figuring the uh, the Rocky Mountain bump. Uh, that's 30. I had Savachi. I went safe. Uh, 25 points for him because he was a 2 and Osborne was a 1. So I'm like, eh, let's go Savachi. And then I had Wentland, and uh, that might be it for me and Jesse. We might be breaking up officially and be done. So, JT, who'd you have? I had Audette. That was a train wreck. I had Mitchell Harrison was actually a good pick. I was yeah, happy that was with good. him and yeah. how he rode. Yeah, that was, the only, that was the only good pick I had all weekend. Uh, Norin, terrible. Uh, Renslin, terrible. And uh, my final pick was, uh, shoot, what was it? Uh, Norin, terrible. So, yeah. <laughs> I had 138 points total for the weekend, which is oh, um, pretty much puts, it should put anybody that is uh, doing well on Suicide Watch. Uh, Dan? Uh, I did have Henry Miller. Oh, he got 50, why he got did you pick points. Henry Miller? He's made every main but Daytona and Minneapolis. So mm-hmm. I mean, he made three of them. Uh, and Daytona, he crashed on the on that Dragonback section. I watched it, and um, so I mean, he could have made Daytona. I just thought this is where I need to make up some points. He can make the main event. I didn't obviously think he was going to get 11th, um, but I thought oh. he would make the main event and do good, okay. Good work. Yeah. I picked John Short a few weeks ago, uh-huh. and I, I would have th- picked I would have picked him here, but on the race day live coverage, he had crashed. His bike wouldn't start. There was issues, and I was just like, anybody who watched that didn't pick him, obviously, because they were like, oh, I don't even know if he's going to race yeah. because he yeah. didn't do all the laps or anything. So for the people that did pick him, great job. I think he was a good pick, but I just, after watching that, you know, maybe that hurt me, I guess, because maybe I would have picked him without it. But um, So, yeah, I had Henry Miller and Mitchell Harrison. Those were my only two good picks. And then I had Gannon Audette, who watched the main event from the beer stand. And then I had Frederick Norin, who watched from the mechanics area. And if he would have just rode around, he would have got 17th. But he didn't. He quit. Uh-huh. <laughs> so. All right. Um, all right, moving on to uh, who, we, who we would pick for Detroit this weekend. Uh, Webb's back. Should Webb have been double points? No? Eh, I think everybody picks him if he's double points okay, like Johnson, right. but I think I think a red zero I would have been fine with, you know, because I could debate not picking him at a red zero. It's been out for a month. It's been out for a month. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, um, who would you pick, Dan? Let's go. I'll start with you. For me, I already picked my team, and okay. it'll probably stay the same. I have LaCrucio out of five. 
Oh, okay, 250s. Oh, sorry. I'm oh, sorry. sorry. So, want to go 450s? No, nope. 250s is open for you, so we'll uh, go 250. I have Lacrucio at a 5. I have Wetland at a 7. Wetland? Oh, jeez. I have Cole Thompson at a 6. Is he okay? I know he has uh, No, I think he's fine. He just was skipping races that didn't fit his schedule. So, this Detroit, okay. he lives right by Detroit, so I would imagine he'd be there. Uh, I mean, he raced last weekend, too. He got last. No, I know, but he's not doing all of them. I just know that. Uh, so. Um, so, Renvlin, LaCrucio, Wetland, and Thompson. Those are my guys on a Wednesday. Wetland, Thompson, LaCrucio, and who? Renz, uh, oh, Renslin. That's what. Renslin. No, yeah. I have three. Yep. All right, JT. Uh, my team's going to be probably a terrible. That's that's uh, the forecast for Detroit. Terrible. <laughs> um, Cunningham at that zero? I like that. No? Yeah, well, the, my problem is that all the guys that I want to pick, I picked last weekend, and they sucked last weekend, and now they're going to be awesome. Oh, okay. So real vicious cycle I'm working on here. McAdoo's a four? On a guy? Uh, yeah, McAdoo, I, I, I don't know how bad his hand is. I'm a little worried about that, um, which will probably burn me. I don't think I can pick. I, I can pick Wetland, but I don't think that I can force myself to because he's been so terrible at racing dirt bikes recently. Um, he he just seems to crash a lot, and that's bad for fantasy. Uh, and obviously, I'm I'm being harsh on these guys, but it's really frustrating to play fantasy. It makes you hate people. It really makes you hate riders. Oh, I know. I've seen your guys' probably text. yeah. They're probably good people, but it really makes you hate them. Uh, I don't know what Paul Coates' deal is. Anybody know where where he's? No. Been, yeah. I I found out this week he had a from that big crash he had a few weeks ago he has like a huge bruise and a swelling on his hip he tried to ride Daytona and uh, he was still too sore but I think he'll be back this weekend um, so I mean someone to look at but yeah I mean the guys I like I guess are Lacursio that I can pick anyway uh, Lacursio um, Cole Thompson Wentland and. Man, the last one, maybe Cunningham, but none of those are great. I, I don't like any of those. I'm just going with what I have to pick, which sucks. You guys are high. Both of you are taking illegal drugs. I'm calling I'm calling WPS. <laughs> we, have, and, we have the same team. <laughs> and I, I'm calling WPS and Get and Athena to start immediate drug testing. Immediate. Audette and Oren are great picks. For no, the people that McAdoo. He's on a Geico bike. He's fine. He cut a hand. Big deal. He's a four. McAdoo. McAdoo yeah, will be the number one pick of the week. Yeah, but he has one top ten this year. Bro, he's on a Geico bike. He's ready. Okay. Why? I mean, his hand is, isn't perfect, right? No, he's good. He's fine. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Thank you. Who's your, who's your four, Steve? Uh, Cunningham, Rensland, uh, McAdoo, and LaCurcio. I cannot pick Wentland, and I said I was going to break up with him just literally five minutes ago, but that seven does look good. Uh, but uh, I Jerry, Jerry Robbins in 11. Jerry Robin is exhausted in Supercross. <laughs> His bike's going to be exhausted because it's getting no airflow. <laughs> uh, all right, 450s. Uh, JT, I'll start with you because we did Dan first. Who do you like? Uh, this one's a little better. I think there's there's definitely more guys that are pickable. Uh, Bogo at a six was what I had last weekend. I, I would pick that again if I could. Yeah. Definitely, uh, I don't hate that. I think it's he's got a very good chance of doing okay. Barsha is interesting to me. I think he will be top 12. I don't know how much upside because I really don't think he can do better than like seventh or eighth right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, that's still solid. If he got seventh, that's 30 points. So it's not bad. And he's been getting better and he gets good starts and all those good things. Kennard, I think is, is a good pick. I would pick him again. I picked him in a three last week 
listen, he's riding well. He, I'm just bitter because he should have done well last weekend and didn't. His speed is better. So if he's not somewhere between six and ten, I would be surprised. Um, so there's and then he's going to yeah, but you can't pick him, and now you're going to be extra bitter. Right, right, exactly. Yep, yep, he's going to burn me, yep. which is the the brutal part of it. And he's Fly Racing's number one guy. And, oh, yep, geez. yep, yep, yep. So um, I would pick Kennard by all means if I could. Uh, I think all these guys that do you agree like Clayson with that? Do you agree? Chisholm. Hold on. Dan, do you agree with that? Would you pick Kennard number one guy? Yeah, I passed on Kennard last week in hopes that maybe a flat tire. Oh, or... uh, JT, the Dan Truman fantasy luck. Yeah, he's a yeah. luck box. <laughs> so I passed on Kennard last week, so he is on my team. I'm hoping that he gets fifth, has his best race of the year, gets me 50 points, and I get back in this game. I sensed a lot of frustration last week. I talked to Mookie for a long time after the race. I sensed a lot of frustration from him. So does that seven change things? From Mookie? Yeah. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> does, frustra- does frustration get you in shape? I'm just saying, you know, so. Yeah. But I do uh, I do like Mookie at a seven. I just, I'm so gun shy because I watch him and, man, he is tired. I mean, and, and tired isn't something where, yeah, you know, Kennard crashed or whatever, but yeah. Kennard's in shape at least where you can you can at least hope for the best. Mookie's just so tired. I don't know how you work around that. <laughs> right. So. Trust me, I'm, I, I can vouch. Yeah, it's hard to work around tired. It really yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, the, you know, a lot of these guys like Clayson and Chisholm and Nick Schmidt and Entignap, and those guys are all able to be picked. And I think even Dan picked – did you pick Schmidt last weekend, Dan? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, I just don't – I don't love those. I got burned by them at Toronto, and I, I think I'm back out. I, I've always been out on guys like that, and I think I'm back out. I am too scared of them not qualifying. And then when they do qualify, you get – you know, Adam got 22nd, Chisholm got 20th, Nick Schmidt got 21st. So you're not getting much out of them. You know, you have all this risk. And then what's your payoff? It's not great. So that's, to me, that's not worth doing. So I think I'm out on all those guys. Um, Mookie, I think, I don't know. We all know the the problems there, but he could also go get 11th. He got 11th in the last month. Um, I don't know how he accomplished that, but if he gets 11th, then, you know, that's um, 36 points. That's a good pick. So, uh, Dino, I like Dino at a three. I, I think that's a solid pick. I think I would put him on my team. Tickle, you could make the same argument because he's been a solid top 10 guy recently. I mean, every week he's riding really, really well. Uh, and then uh, Weimer at a seven. Uh, I don't know what's going on with Jake, but even with his struggles, he was double. He would be double points last weekend with a 16th. So I like the 450 class better than the 250 class this weekend. I just think there's a lot of guys that are all kind of the same. So hopefully we get some variation in picks. All right. Uh, Dan? Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty much with JT. Mookie looks so good at a 7. Uh, I had him last week at a 6, and he got 18th. So even at a 7, he doesn't pay off. So, you know, that's – maybe he gets 11th, but I don't I don't see it. Um, for me, I like Josh Grant at a 2, <clears throat> Dean Wilson at a 3, Bogle at a 6. I can't pick Bogle. Um, I like Vince Freeze at an 8, but, again, he was an 8 last week and didn't really do a whole lot. Um, and like I said, I like Trey Kennard at a – out of four. My team today that I can pick is Trey Kennard, Jake Weimer, um, Josh Grant, and Dean Wilson. It's a good pick. It's a good team. <laughs> yeah, it should be should should do well. So Yeah, tell me about it. Jerk. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Yeah, Mont- I mean, how, wh- you guys all just, I mean, why did everybody jump on the Canard bandwagon, though? I mean, Same I, reason you're jumping on it this weekend. Yeah, bro. No, I'm jumping on it just for the fact that you guys cannot pick him. That's that is incorrect. You're jumping on it because he is a four, and he is much better than 14th place rider, just like he's much better than a 13th place rider. Yeah. Um. I mean, that's a fact. I, I know you, you played it right and, and got lucky, which all I'm bitter about is that it seems to happen a lot for you. And I know there's nothing you can do about that other than I'm just going to bitch about it. <laughs> um, all right, I, my team that I can pick, uh, Bogle, I like Bogle, but I can't pick him. Um, so my team is, and I can't pick Kennard, of course. So Barsha, Grant, Chisholm, and give me some Mookie. Give me some Mookie. I sensed the frustration last week. Eye to eye, man to man, I sense the frustration. He is tired of the frustration. Go ahead, JT. Insert the tired comment. <laughs> <laughs> He's tired of the of the having. Is, be- is he is he tired of the frustration, or is he frustrated that he's so tired? And I think Malcolm comes back. He rebounds this this Saturday night. But you pick, you pick Chiz at a ten. Like, how good do you think Chiz is going to do? He's going to do just like he, just like Nick and Enignap and all these guys. They're getting right at their handicap. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, does Chiz get 12th? No. Does no. he get 15th? No. 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 I He's going to get somewhere between 17 and 22. Yeah. You know what? I, I am blinded a bit by Chiz, oh, the old Chiz. I mean, he got like eighth in New York last year. Obviously, a different year, different series, yeah. and everything. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's just not riding as well right now. When yeah. I watch him ride the 450, he looks, and I'm trying to, he looks like an old man out there to me. And I know that's not, wow. you know, the case. And he rode the 250 <laughs> pretty well early in the season. And yeah. don't everybody freak out. But that's what I see. And when I see him riding the 450, he looks, he doesn't look aggressive at all. And he's his never, style is. Yeah. He's never know. had much style. He's never been like, yeah, oh, he just yeah. doesn't, he doesn't look like you know he doesn't fit the part of that guy that i used to see and I, i've practiced with that guy a lot and i used to, i've even told dan like man this guy's so freaking good like how does he not do better but that's not what i see on the weekends right now right um all right nfab and racer x and pro taper and rmfantasysx.com and of course uh the folks at scott sports all on board with us we thank you uh dan truman thanks justin too thanks justin paris for coming on Appreciate that. Uh, Thanks, Dan. Thanks, JT. Appreciate it. Good luck, everybody, with your picks. We'll reconvene next week where I will be vindicated with my Mookie pick. Can't wait. All right. See you guys. See you, boys.